Welcome back to Audience, a Castos original experience. Broadcasting from the center of your audio universe, where the most creative podcasters find their home at castos.com. Press play right here in your podcast player every week. It's like a cheat sheet for marketing, monetizing, and growing your podcast. So good, you'll want to share castos.com slash audience with your closest friends. Okay, Audience starts now. 30 Days to Launch a Podcast What if you only had 30 days to launch a podcast? How would you prioritize all the work you need to do to make it a success? Whatever success means to you. With the new year right around the corner, you might be thinking about launching that brand new podcast or adding a fourth podcast to your platinum record wall. Whatever the case is, how about a little 30-day challenge? Like a lot of veteran podcasters, I have a new podcast idea on the back burner. I jot down some ideas every now and again play with the cover art concepts, fantasize about reaching the top 100 charts, you know, all of the easy stuff. If I were to pursue this podcast, however, I'd make sure to concentrate on a master plan that covered a 30-day sprint, zoom out, and look at four weeks, with each week representing a mini goal to set myself up for success. So I took to Twitter and asked the podcasting Twitter community, if you only had 30 days to launch a podcast, what would you focus on? So for the rest of this episode, I'll dissect some of the responses for you. Here we go. At Hey Emily Kennedy says, getting practice interviewing and getting a couple episodes recorded and fully edited so that I'm ready to go for consistent releases when I start. Uh, Interview shows are probably what most people cut their podcasting teeth with. I love that Emily focused on practicing the interview process. Casual conversation sounds like it's going to be a great idea on paper, but can often lead to long drawn out and empty conversation. No value, no meat or story on the episode bone. Get to practicing your podcast interview etiquette. And yes, Emily, it's always great to get ahead of the publishing schedule. Getting a couple episodes together before launch will certainly lessen the stress. At Indie Drop-In hits us with identifying the target persona and research the hell out of where these folks spend their time and how my show adds value to whatever it is that they're currently doing. Stealing a bit of my 30-day challenge thunder here, but for good reason. If you have even the most minor goals of using your podcast for business or dancing around the idea of sponsorship or operating under the value for value concept, you need to know who your audience is. I've stressed this before. If you're producing a show that doesn't satisfy you creatively, you're setting yourself up for failure and hint, see the next tip coming up after this one. And then on the other side of that coin is making a show that your audience wants. Find out who and where they are. Match that with creating content that they want. At TFYH Podcast reaffirms, find a topic that I enjoy and can run for a long time. It's paramount. I do podcasting because it's creatively satisfying. It's my art. Even if my art is talking about podcasting and running an online business, this pursuit of art keeps me going, even when the download count dips from time to time. At Everywhere Trip, that's Gary Arndt. I've interviewed him on this podcast before, so I'll link to that show in the show notes. He says, I develop a content plan for the first year. If it's an interview show, I'd create a list of at least 50 to 75 potential gettable guests. If it's not an interview show, I'd line up a similar number of topics. Marketing is very important, but you have to get the fundamentals first. Lists or outlines are very powerful to me. When you sit back and say you're going to plan a podcast in 30 days, there's a lot of weight there. If you've never done this before, you don't even know where to start. You spend too much time on things that don't matter, like microphones and XLR cables. If you're a veteran, you know too much. You start thinking of every little crumb that you've spilled in the past. For me, Gary's tips of just getting the high-level points on paper 
allows you to relieve that stress and then creates a mini blueprint for your next actionable steps. Time for a two for one. Esprit Devora, again, friend of the show that I've interviewed, check that episode out for an action packed podcast session, simply states purpose, while at next on state one comes in with consistency. Purpose and consistency. Why am I doing this and for whom? What will make this a success, I'd imagine, is something you'd always want to define when you're exploring the bigger picture. And consistency is key. It doesn't mean every day or every week, but that you show up when your audience expects you to, twice a month or once a month, if your content rocks your audience's world. And lastly, stealing everyone's thunder is at I am Jeremy Ends, summarizing almost everyone with, number one, get super clear on what the purpose of the show is in the first place. Number two, Research similar shows and nail down a positioning and differentiation strategy with a compelling and unique show concept. Number three, audience research and conversations. Number four, content planning. Number five, systems set up. End quote. I'll focus on number five because we didn't cover that yet. Systems. Step one of your systems is a great podcast host like Castos, for sure. I mean, I think we all know that. But I'll go a bit further with three major areas to address because, well, Castos can't help you with every single part of your podcast. Not yet, anyway. Okay, here we go. Number one, get a great booking tool and pre-interview. Use something like SavvyCal.com to send booking links. They look at your calendar for the best time to connect and they match it up with theirs. You can set up a thank you page after they book and I'd recommend redirecting that to a link on your site that preps them for the interview or gives them some pointers for a pre-interview. Number two, Get a great production workflow. Stop switching DAWs, that's highbrow talk for audio editing apps, every other month. Get really good with the free stuff like Audacity or GarageBand. If you have a few hundred dollars to spare per year, try Descript if waveforms scare you, or Hindenburg if you're more of an authentic type. Number three, the most important systems to create is your promotional system, which is also what I'd focus my first 30 days on. How will I get my guests to promote the show after it's live? What are the best social channels? How do I repurpose this audio content, like in audiograms or YouTube videos or live streams, etc.? And lastly, can I also make additional valuable content for a newsletter or private podcasting? And hey, that last one, private podcasting, is something Castos can help you with if you want behind-the-scenes content or members-only content. Private podcasting is included with your account. Just reach out to us to ask for more. That's it for today's episode. If you liked it, you know what to do. Share it. What about you? What would you do with only 30 days to launch a podcast? Tweet at us at CastosHQ on Twitter. Thanks for listening today. I hope it helps launch your new podcast. Go say thanks to all of the Twitter accounts that I mentioned above. 